from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Ho, ho, ho! This is Crotchety Old Saint Prick. I'm the guy that comes in after Christmas and douses all your dreams and hopes. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, well, looky here. My first letter is from little Timmy from Akron, Ohio. It says, Dear crotchety old St. Prick, I would love to have a new bicycle. Well, little Timmy, I have a poem for you. It goes, Roses are red. Violets are blue. You're not getting dick. So fuck you. Ho, ho, ho. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Baseball's third season of the year begins tonight. Yay! Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You look like you smell like cheese. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. Then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know. Douchebags and a microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. All right. Early January still. Um, everyone in Kansas City is all freaked out because we have a big snowstorm allegedly heading towards us the first next week. So, anyhow, yeah, we it was. We do too. Oh, okay. Probably the same one, I'd imagine. Anyhow, everybody's yeah, shitting. Yeah. They, they got that look of fear in their eyes. Oh my God! Everything, all all the civilization's gonna be wiped out. Oh shit! What do I do? Six inches of snow, we'll all die. So anyhow, yeah. Hey, you gotta put up with the idiots and, um, yeah. And then they even added blizzard-like conditions, so everyone's even more fucking turtling now. They're like got their heads in. Oh my gosh! What do I do? Oh, g- gather up the young ones. So, it, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 it's fun. Down there, they don't give a shit, do they? Um, yes and no. It's just that with all the hills and curves down here, yes, no, you ain't going nowhere, exactly. And that's why they're not worried about it. It's like, look, we'll shut this bitch down, we don't care. Up here, they don't like to shut anything down, so. People got to navigate yep. in it. You know, down there, they're not afraid to. They're just like, hey, let's shut this bitch down. We'll see you guys in a couple of days when it clears up. So, yep. Yep. Anyhow, I got some local Kansas City radio station news that uh, is very interesting and it's also kind of sad because I am still a fan of radio, although there's not really that much good radio left. Uh, you know, Johnny Dare is still on in Kansas City, and he's still entertaining, even though he doesn't do the same show. 
But nobody does the same show anymore. They cannot. It's impossible with FCC and everybody canceling everybody out to do a show like that anymore. And it's sad because a show like that has to come here to the Internet. And that's a, and it has to be podcast, you know, pretty much because podcast is still yeah. like the uh, the Wild West. You know, people can come in and just claim their territory and start kicking ass and getting everybody out of the way. And people are just like, oh, okay, well, all right, so-and-so kicked ass and they got in, you know, it's just the way it is. So, uh, this is from Fox 4 Online. It says, Kansas City radio station owner could file for bankruptcy. And here is the article. Unable to fend off a toxic mix of sagging advertising revenue and nearly $2 billion in debt, audio content provider Odyssey reportedly has reached a deal with senior leaders to file a prepackaged bankruptcy plan in the coming weeks. Now, Odyssey is not just Kansas City either. Odyssey is no, a big conglomerate. Not. Yeah, they have a lot of stations all over. Um, and the Wall Street Journal, citing anonymous sources familiar with the matter, reported late Tuesday that the lenders will provide financing for the Chapter 11 proceedings and are expected to own the company after restructuring. So, the stations that are affected in Kansas City or may not be affected, it depends on, you know, a lot of different things, are 1065 The Wolf, 1660 The Bet, which I didn't even know existed, um, 610 Sports Radio, 96.5 The Buzz, 98.1 KMBZ, which is talk, KQRC The Rock, KZPT, yeah, yeah. 99.7 99.7 the point, and KMBZ AM 980. And my prediction is, you're going to find Johnny Dare over at The Rock eventually. Because, or, or not at The Rock, at The Fox, 101 The Fox. Because, you know, The you Fox... So. Yes. And here's why. Who got Skid Rody and who, who got to cherry-pick KY? 101 got the people they wanted, sure. and, and, and fit into their format... So they might change his show a little bit. He won't be talking as much. He'll be a little bit more music. But I could definitely see Johnny Dare going to 101 The Fox. Um, and this is if Odyssey... Yeah, and with, and with Skid's health problems. Oh, is that what's going on, Skid? They would need somebody to take over. I could see it. Oh, um, Skid Rody. No, you're talking about um, uh, Slacker, right? No, yeah, soccer. Yeah, I, I couldn't soccer. speak earlier either. I, I said The Rock, Johnny Dare's going to The Rock. Well, that's where he's at. <laughs> so, anyhow, yeah, if things go south at Odyssey and they start selling off stations and some idiot comes in and goes, yeah, we don't need this rock station. We're going to make it polka or whatever the fuck. And then Johnny Dare's out of a job. I, I, I imagine eventually think that that will happen in Kansas City. Um, that The Rock will go bye bye because they, you know, uh, 101 The Fox has the best. Uh, out of the rock ratings, they're a classic rock, but they, you know, and KQRC, the rock, they do good, but they don't do like they used to do. They used to be always like number one, number two. And, uh, yeah. and I'm not trying to condemn them or nothing. And, uh, you know, they do what they do and they do it really well. Um, but I could definitely see a scenario of where they get sold and someone decides they want to put on, I don't know, whatever, something else, whatever, sexy. They put that on, and then the next thing you know, Johnny Dare will be at 101 The Fox. In my opinion, I could see that happening very easily. But I'll tell you, um, it's you know stuff like this is sad to me because regular radio used to be so cool. I mean, right. you, you know, the morning shows were great. You know, they all hated each other. They all used to fight. They all used to do all this stuff. And and then, you know, it, it was a known thing. It was a great format, and it was a format for success. They had the morning radio, the shock radio, which everybody was, like, you know, tuned into. Oh, shit, what what they do now, you know? Here in Kansas City, they you know, they had Johnny Dare and Tard or Turd. No, 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 Turd was a, a man cow. Um uh, T-Bone. I think they. I think they had to quit calling him Tard because people were probably bitching. You can't. Oh, you can't oh. say the R word. That's no good. We're going to cancel you. So I think he ended up just being called T-Bone or something like that. So um, anyhow, you know, you're. Oh yeah. Did you see what Johnny did? Made T-Bone run naked through the car wash or something. There was like, hey, yeah, man, he was all bloody, you know. Or you know, hey, you see, man, cow, he fucking made turd jump in the sewer or you know 
or fucking eat a grease or grab a grease pig or something, you know. Um, they um, they all had their stick and they had their guy that was out on the town and stuff. So you knew you had that in the morning. And then midday was kind of like a, almost like a request thing, you know, and it was kind of like the smooth talker. Then in the afternoon, you had another strong show that did some talk, but not all talk. So it was like a really good combination of rock and um, usually rock. Some of it was alternative, uh, some of it was classic rock, like Bob and Tom's main one was classic rock. Um, so... You know, it was like a, a combination of talk radio and and music together, and it worked out very well. But, you know, these latest things like Odyssey, filing for Chapter 11, you know. Now, Chapter 11 means this. They have a certain amount of pool of money that they pay off their creditors in, and then they start over. So they could very well. They could very well. Everything be fine. And they keep all the stations they have, but it also could be the other where we're going to start selling these assets off because we don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. We think it's over. So only stations like I think 101 is owned by Clear Channel, which is a uh, huge, um, is it Clear Channel or something? Anyhow, uh, they're owned by a big conglomerate too. And uh, anyhow, it, it, it's just, it's the way radio's going, you know, maybe, maybe the Graphic in Kansas City changed so much to where they can't support two rock stations, even though one's classic rock and one is album-oriented rock or album rock, if you will, or hard rock or whatever you want to call it. So, anyhow, we hope everything turns out well there. I would like to see The Rock and 101 The Fox both be in Kansas City. Uh, I'd like Johnny Darren. I guess they have Spark or some Sparks in the morning now and Slacker in the afternoon at The Fox, you know, so... Uh, Anyhow, I, I thought that, um, I think that needed, you know, mentioning. And, and well, some of that could also have to do with uh, everybody going to podcasting, you know, and what's Well, it has a lot, video. Rob, you're right. It has a lot to do with that. They're losing a lot of money. Yes, they are. Yeah, yep. It, it actually, it has a lot to do with that, Rob. That's a good call. Um, you know, our medium, what we're doing right here, is actually the big rage. Like I've always said, it's yesterday's technology today. And and it's funny because this stuff has been around forever. I started listening to podcasts yeah. in the 90s. In the 90s, not the 90s. The 90s. And they were around in the 90s. Only they weren't, the format wasn't, hey, I got them all on my phone. I had to go home download the podcast I had to put my um, mp3 player if anyone remembers those download the show and then I have wires hanging out of it and connecting buds to my ears and then it developed into um, phones or well first it developed into where you could plug your mp3 player into your car and listen to it to them from work so you know I was already listening to these podcasts in the 90s and early 2000s and I was doing the old MP3 thing. And then it progressed eventually into how easy of a format it is now. You find it on your phone. You download it or stream it right there. And it's all yours. And it's so convenient. You get into your car. It's uh, it's um, it's abled. It's Bluetooth abled. So, it you know, you just turn it on. You know, I'm driving to work. I'm listening to Bubba the Love Sponge or whatever, you know, other stuff too. Are you still listening to Bubba? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, anyhow, um, it's still, uh, you know, it's a very convenient medium, and people love it. They love the grab-and-go download yeah. stuff. Download it and get the hell out of there and go wherever you want to be and listen to it. So, anyhow, I wish Odyssey well, and I wish all the people that work for them well. I hope it works out. So, Me too. Yep. So, um, you know, um, White Castle... Is taking Valentine's Day reservations. Did you know that? Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I believe, uh, i got to find the story here, but I, I had it really quick. I apologize for this. I'm a little bit unprepared because I got home from work late. Um, like I said, everybody shits whenever it's going to snow. So, uh, anyhow... Uh, it's been one of those days. Everybody's got to grab last minute things. Yeah. Yeah. Lock yeah. Up. 
Yeah, so, okay, here it is. I got it in enough time. Okay, be treated like royalty at White Castle this Valentine's Day. On February 14th, the fast food restaurant will transform into a sit-down, fine-dining establishment so customers can celebrate their love and style. Guests will be treated to hostess seating, table-side service, and holiday decorations from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. as long as they make a reservation. Reservations will be available starting January 5th via open table at more than 300 locations across the country. So not every White Castle is going to do this, but quite a few of them, 300 right. or more, more than 300. White Castle has offered an annual Valentine's Day dinner since 1991 and welcomes tens of thousands of people every year for its February 14th festivities. Similar to previous years, White Castle's honor introducing a special meal combo for all the lovebirds out there. The Love Clutch Collection will be available from February 9th until February 18th, and the meal served in a festive box includes 10 sliders with cheese, 20 chicken rings, and fries. They got me right there. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You put the chicken rings and the burgers and the fries all together, and I'm there. Yep. Yep. Love me some grease pellets from heaven. That's what I call them. They are delicious. Yeah, they are. They are. Yep, and they're and they are the best hangover food. Not that I ever am hungover anymore, but yeah. Oh, those little those little fucking belly bombers. Oh shit, they get in your system and they kick the shit out of that alcohol, wouldn't they, Rob? Oh yeah, they do. Oh they yeah, do. they would grab that. They would put the rat the the fucking alcohol in a full Nelson and put it to sleep. And they they yeah, took. They, you could finish your drive home. Yeah, you're like, ah, I have five White Castles. Even if a cop stopped you, you smell like alcohol. Hey, see this bag? Hey, five White Castles. You're free to go. Have yep. a good night. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyhow, but you know what? You know what happened, Rob? Jeffy what? X. Jeffy X has uncovered other Valentine's Day destinations that were going to take reservations but failed. Can you believe that? Jeffy X is at it again. I know. I mean, uh, if I was, you know, if if I was doing something illegal, I would be up to sixty hookers for him, and um, five bags of cocaine. But I don't do anything illegal, so I'm just going to shake his hand and say thank you, right, Rob? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob is embroidering him already has embroidered him some special underwear. Is it is it his full name or his initials, Jeffy X, J X, or is it Jeffy X? That you embroidered in. Oh man, nice. He embroidered in some underwear. And on the I I put a Jeffy on the back and put the X on the front. Oh dude. Rob, you took care of him. You're a good man. Yes, I did. And then on the inside of it is a special Stephen Piercy glam rocker. Stephen Piercy of the glam band Rat in the eighties had a fill and fool allegedly had a fill and fool pocket on the inside of the front of his underwear to where he could stuff a couple of socks in there, allegedly, and maybe look a little bit more appealing to the female fans and possibly some gay male fans. So, uh, anyhow, so he did that for him, too. But we think that Jeffy X doesn't have to stuff. That guy obviously is like, he he is fucking, he's carrying around a fucking massive one to do, to get all this stuff for us, right? Yes, he does. All right, well, the first one that Jeffy X has uncovered for us here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, County Jail was going to offer a party pack of two bologna sandwiches with a personalized Jello packet, but it failed. Hell yeah. I know, how can you go? Rob, I mean, man, if we couldn't find anyone else, you and I could go to Camden County jail and have us a couple bologna sandwiches, a bologna bologna sandwiches, and, and, and a personalized jello packet. Yours would have a Rob on it, mine would have an M on it. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. 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 And I mean, we probably shouldn't sit too close to each other because some of the inmates might get the wrong idea, right? Eh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you know what? We'll just tease them. We'll wear, we'll wear, yeah. booty, yeah. We'll wear booty shorts. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> um, the next one. The county morgue was going to offer have lunch with the recently deceased. It was a meal for one, of course, 
a chicken dinner with a special shot called embalming fluid. The cold calling didn't go over well. Yeah. Okay, you want to do the losing sound? (laughs) Hey, they can't all be gems. They can't all be winners. The cold calling I thought was kind of cool, but maybe not in retrospect. Next one. The local shelter was offering have lunch with a random smelly dude. They couldn't because none of them had phones to be reached. It was going to be a bag of old brownish lettuce and half-eaten chicken tender with a side of whatever kind of gravy substance they could find. But... Hell, that sounds like a good idea to me. I know, I know. Another great idea shot to hell. I, I mean... Gotta feed the hungry. I mean, but I understand they couldn't get any any of the local smelly dudes to... Uh, they don't have a phone. Well, yeah, you know? I understand that. They don't have cell phones. You can't well, let them Yeah, know. you couldn't get a hold of them, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was really excited over that kind of gravy substance. But, I mean, you know, whatever they could find in the trash. Uh, you hey. know that's got to be some good eating, right? There's, you know there's some good stuff there. Oh, yeah. A little, little chicken or grease. Was. A little bit of, I don't know, you know, uh, Pepto-Bismol. Who knows? Yeah, it had been, been fantastic, but no. uh uh Nope. Once again, we're robbed of the pleasures of, of the earth. Yeah. Yep. Next one that he uncovered, Valentine's Day in Ukraine. It was canceled because, quite frankly, the restaurant that was offering the package was leveled recently. And they really didn't have enough food anyhow. What, too soon? No, not too soon. It's understandable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that annoying 12-hour... Yeah, that annoying 12-hour flight, too, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell, them damn plain peanuts ain't going to be enough to hold you over. Oh, no, 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 those plain peanuts are horrible. Anyway. Not if you're going to eat, you know. No, no, no. Yeah, and then you get there, and there's no restaurant, and there's no food, you know, and then you're, yeah. like, even hungrier heading back, and all you have is peanuts. Ugh. Sounds like hell to me. End up having to be the dead cat off the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got a story for you. Just remind me of something. <laughs> Stay tuned for one another one of Mark's horrible stories. <laughs> you just, I just remembered it. It's fucking awesome, dude. Um, the next one. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> the next one. Lunch reservation. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get through this first. <laughs> Lunch reservations for Oscar Pistorius was canceled as well because he couldn't get out of prison in time and the uh, insurance for the event was sky high especially the life insurance Oscar Pistorius was Blade Runner the guy that shot his girlfriend accident yes I I wasn't saying that for you I was saying that for anyone listening in case they didn't know if that name sounded familiar but they wasn't sure what it was yeah that was Blade Runner so and then the next one the have a date with the Kansas City Chiefs receiving court at Arrowhead Stadium was canceled because the receiving court dropped the ball <laughs> and never replied that back. One, I totally believe. All right, yeah, they dropped the ball. Let yes, me put air, here. I'm gonna put air, air quotes on that. They dropped the ball and never called back. So, and then the have a date, and finally, but not least. The habitat with the banks of the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River was canceled because the Japanese carp kept jumping up and stealing the food. I liked them. That, that, that self-explanatory right there. Yes, it is, and they do jump up. Yeah. Yeah, they are some crazy fucking fish, in case you don't know what they look like. Look them up online. Japanese carp. Yeah. They're all over the yeah. Missouri River and eating everything, just destroying all ecology. So, and there's pretty much nothing we can do about it except it all, watch it all get ruined. So it started, people brought them over here and they were uh, algae eaters and people kept throwing them in the sewers and stuff and they adapted and learned how to live here and that's what we have. So. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're growing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, um, I got a story. 
uh, I, I've got the story I got to tell you here real quick uh, before we go into okay. our first break. Uh, me and my friend Steve uh, went to this uh, um, this Latin club. We wanted to watch some salsa dancing, and uh, it is in more of the um, in the Latin side of town. And uh, on Southwest Boulevard, you know where Southwest Boulevard is, right? And, you know, it's pretty, you know, it's yeah, pretty Hispanic yeah, there. It's exactly almost all Hispanic. So we There's go there. There's a lot of good food down there. Well, yes. Yes, there is. They have great food there. And whenever I want to get some really good Mexican food, I'd be lying down there. They have fantastic Mexican food. Um, so we was at and this club. Shooty Lumber. Yeah, Shooty Lumber. Yeah, it burnt down, but it yeah. came back. Yeah, Shooty. We love them. Yeah, they've been around a long yep. time. Yeah, I've done a lot of business with them. Actually, worked on the building one time. Oh, really? Yeah, they're good yeah, people down there. The car was going down the street back behind them. Uh-huh. And it was icy, and he went through the fence and hit the building. So we went in and fixed it. Oh, cool. The thing I like about yeah. Shooty is, is you could go in there and you could buy lumber, and they would not give you the crappy pieces. Every board was straight. Yes. Yeah, they knew peop the people that worked there knew what they were doing. You go to like any of these other places like Menards or Home Depot, if you have them, they don't now, but if they still did, oh, just grab me uh, seven two-by-fours. You can bet like eight and, you know, six of them were all bent to hell and pretty much unusable yeah. and warped. So, anyhow. So, me and my friend Steve was uh, watching some uh, salsa dancing, and he thought it was my night to stay sober. And I thought it was his night to stay sober. So we're leaving. And I go, hey, here's the keys. Or no, he goes me. He goes, here's the keys because we, we went in his truck. I go, what? I go, dude, man, I've been slamming fucking alcohol all night. He goes, what? I thought you said it was your night. I said, no, I asked if it was your night. I thought it was your night. And I think last time we went out, I was the one that, like, held back. We're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? So we're walking along, and at the corner, there's this little guy... Uh, selling burritos out of a cooler. Like, okay. So, we're like, hey, let's let's eat a couple of these burritos. And then, uh, you know, we'll just go ahead and, uh, and uh, you know, sit in the truck for a little bit. And then whoever sobers up the best quickly enough, we'll drive. So, we went there and we, uh, we bought a couple burritos, each one of us. And then on the way out, I noticed on the side of the, uh, on the side of the alleyway, there was a little BB gun and a bocce. And I'm not joking you. This sounds like a joke. And I'm like, hmm. So, I, you know, I was drunk. I'm like, wow, who would leave that there? Who the hell would leave that there? So we go back to Steve's car. And I'm like, man, I go, is this chicken or pork or beef? I said, I can't tell. He never did tell us what it was. He goes, man, he goes, I don't know. I've never had a texture of meat like this ever before. We think we either ate cat burritos or rat burritos or pigeon burritos. <laughs> and we're pretty sure of it because we could not identify. It was tasty. It was great. And it sobered us up, especially that fucking hot sauce. That hot sauce he gave us would knock your fucking asshole off. And it did the next day. And this shit, this hot sauce was so rugged and mean, it kicked the hell out. We were both sober. He was popping up and everything in yes. the neighborhood. And then the next day, I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't know what that meat was and we were drunk and we couldn't figure it out. He didn't tell us what that meat was. And when we round the corner going through the alley there, there was an abachi and a BB gun there and, and it, the food was charcoal. It was charcoal in there. You could see the grill marks. So we ate fucking cat or rat or mouse burritos or fucking pigeon burritos or something. But I would like to do the disclaimer. They were very fucking good. So, anyhow, let's take our first That's break. All that yes, and we're 26 minutes in, and we owe our first break. So you can hear our, uh, you can hear ramblings of a madman with uh, Rob Rad, and you can hear deep thoughts with Mark, and you can hear what to eat during the apocalypse. Anyhow, we'll be right back. And now, deep thoughts with Mark. You know, it'd be really cool. If George Gray of The Price is Right was talking about a 20-ounce bag of fish sticks and actually said a 20-ounce bag of fish sticks, <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Now, Brooklyn's Underground 
my mechanic told me I couldn't repair your brakes. So I make it one ladder. Good job. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs> if I ever find that doctor that screwed up my limb replacement surgery, I will kill him with my bare hands. <laughs> Douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in... Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Chickweed is an edible plant and a herbal remedy that can be used in various ways. Chopped chickweed can be added to soups, eggs, pastas, or pizzas. It can also be blended into hummus or pesto. It can also make chickweed into an oil for your skin for burns and minor cuts. But it could also be used as a tea drink or just munch it raw for a tasty, healthy snack. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Hmm, let's see. If I identify as a dog and I start wandering around the block without a collar on, could animal control come by and pick me up? <laughs> I may never know. Hey, microphone, I am Mark. And I am Rob. Real quick, I got one more thing to say, and then we'll go into any thoughts that you want to go into, Rob. Okay. The reason I think that that might have been pigeon burritos is because I used to work with a guy. And he grew up very poor. He had dirt floors and everything. All this stuff that people couldn't imagine happening, that was him. And it was like a little bitty shack. They had no money. And uh, anyhow, whenever they could not afford any food, they go, Dad, what are we going to eat tonight? They go, city pigeon, or I mean city chicken. Yeah. Oh, and, and I go, well, what's a city chicken? He goes, it's a pigeon. He said he'd grab his BB gun and go out there and kill like three or four pigeons and we'd eat them. So I think it might have been pigeon burritos, but who knows. Anyhow. Yeah, very well could be. Well, all I know is going well, by what my know, friend told me. I do know pigeons were known to hang out around the overpasses. Yes, yes. As a matter of yeah. fact... I went to go get a friend's car out of an impound, and it was right underneath the I-35 bridge and uh, underneath Southwest Boulevard, right, is underneath I-35. Yeah. And I'm like, my God, those are a lot of birds. And the guy goes, they're fake. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, we put these bird sounds up there, or the city did, because it scares off the pigeons. The pigeons get up in those metal trusses and, and shit all over them, and it de decays them and erodes them. And he said that the uh, the loud bird sounds, it makes the pigeons think there's flocks of birds coming for them and they leave. Yeah, there, there was this little restaurant down on Southwest Boulevard. It was right by one of overpasses. It was called mm -hmm. El Pequeno Guadalajara. It was a tiny little Yeah, place. I remember that. They're not there anymore, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. No, he, he moved up and around the corner. To a bigger building. Oh, he's still there? Oh, that was a few years ago. I haven't been there probably 20 years. I'll tell you what, Rob. If I get a chance, I'll go by there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Best food. And he is a great guy. Uh, his mom was still cooking when I first started going there. Okay, and what's the name again? El Pequeno Guadalajara. El Pequeno Guadalajara. Okay, thank you. The, hey, I'm going to write that down because I'm going to translates to the little Guadalajara. 
the little one. His family was from Guadalajara. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'll check that place out if they're still there. I'll let Great you know. Great food. Okay, thanks. Huevos Rancheros is to die for. Oh, really? Ooh, you're talking yeah. my language. <laughs> We're talking everybody's language, actually. I mean, who doesn't like yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Every, anything he's got is awesome. That's good to know. All right, always looking for a good new place. All right, Rob, we turn to you. You got something you want to say? You got some stuff you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I do. All right, Rob. I, I'm gonna, I, I haven't said nothing to you, but I'm going to start up a new little segment. Excellent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it up into four different nights. Okay. Because there's 20 of them, so I'm going to do five a night. Okay. And this is named Hillbilly Wisdom. <laughs> I love it already. They're just hillbilly phrases. Okay. Your fences need to be horse high, pig tight, and bull strong. <laughs> uh, again? Your fences need to be horse high, pig tight, and big bull strong. Okay, a translation? It's just your defenses in you Uh need to be high. Okay, I see what you mean. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cool. And and this is and this is hillbilly language, or slang. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Fucking cool. Um, you got any more? Oh yeah, yeah. There's five of them. Tonight. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, the next one is pretty self-explanatory. Keep stumps, bankers, and politicians at a distance. <laughs> yes. I love that one. True yes. on all of them. Yes, it is. Number three. Life is simpler when you plow around the stump. Yes. Yes. In other words, if you come up to a stump in your road, go around it. Yeah. That's great advice. Don't let it affect yeah. you. Wow, cool. Next, a bumblebee is considerably faster than a John Deere tractor. <laughs> so don't run them over. Don't run over right. their nests. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one really well. I know there. I know uh, hornets are faster too, because my John Deere ran over a hornet's nest, and I was I was not happy for a couple of days. Oh God, yes. Oh yes. shit, those little bastards. Yep. And finally, for this evening, okay, words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. <laughs> Those are fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this up into four different nights, so there's more to come. That sounds great. Awesome. Um, I've got a little article here about Ace Freely, and you get a lot of the same news I do, so you may have seen it already. Uh, if you have, yeah. I apologize, but I bet a lot of people have not seen this. Former Actually, Kiss- I've been getting a lot of different news lately. Oh, really? Well, it goes yeah. by algorithms, and you're probably looking around for other news stories and trying to branch out like me, so you start getting other news that you don't... Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Former Kiss guitarist Ace Freely revealed that he once made a beer commercial with Rick Nielsen at, um, from Cheap Trick as the guitarist had fun on tour together and that he plans to put it on YouTube as soon as he finds it. Uh, and there's more to this interview, but I want to stop for a second. Um, man, that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. Rick Nielsen yes, and Ace cutting up, doing a beer commercial. He says he's looking for it. He said he has it. He's going to find it. I cannot wait to see that. That and would also, be great. And also, it is so odd 
that Ace Freely, Kiss should have just shut up about him a long time ago. They just kept fucking mouthing off and mouthing off. It's like, leave him alone. We know he had an addiction problem. We know this, okay? We know this, Paul and Gene. You don't have to tell everybody a hundred thousand times. Ace got tired of it. Ace cleaned up, and he's still putting out albums, and he's still touring. And uh, his 10,000 Volts might be one of the finest albums he's ever put out, where Kiss has not put out a decent album in 20 fucking 30, probably 30-some years. So Ace is kind of winning on that whole thing, in my opinion. Uh, so anyhow, in an interview They're with... just poking a bear. Yeah, that's all they are, and Ace is like, you know, he goes, yeah. when you hear this new album, he goes, it's going to make them look like imbeciles, because they've been mouthing off and mouthing off and mouthing off. He said, I tell you guys, this is great stuff, and he said, I'm going to do more, too. He, he, there's a lot of life left in Ace, where it doesn't seem like there's that much life left in Gene and Paul. I mean, they just, you know, you, you see them talking stuff, and, and everything, and it's just like, they seem glum, and Ace is always happy and doing well. In my opinion, it just looks to me like Ace is doing fantastic, and they're kind of like, I don't know, like kind of worn out because they kept trying to push their show, push their show, push their show, and that's the only thing they had going for them was their show because they haven't had any new music in so long, nobody cares. Right. So Honestly, I, I can't wait because... I used to listen to Freely's comment. Yes, and also his solo uh, off of the Kiss when they were yeah. all with Kiss. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, speeding back to my baby, fractured mirror, uh, um, um, New York groove. Um, let's see, what it, was it? It was just a great album. Uh, yeah, he'd done so many things. Freely's comment was excellent. I mean, yeah, he's done great stuff. And this 10,000 volts, the, the song that they put out first was 10,000 volts. The rest of it's coming out, I think, late February, maybe, something like that. But I can't wait to yeah. hear it because uh, it's being well-produced. Um, he said he wrote some dynamite material, and I believe him. And I can't wait to go see him in concert. I've seen him, I've seen him uh, solo quite a few times, almost as many times as I've seen Kiss. No, actually, I might have seen him one. You know what? I don't know. It's close. In an interview with Ultimate Guitar, the Space Ace discussed entertaining members of Cheap Trick and Rush backstage, along with his bandmate Peter Chris, but also said he hadn't enjoyed the same relationship with Black Sabbath on the road. Rush opened for Kiss a number of times in the mid-70s, while Cheap Trick did the same in 1977. I love Rush, Freely said. I'm really good friends with all the guys. I'm heartbroken that Neil Peart died, or he passed away is what it said. But after the show, I would uh, say eight out of ten evenings, those three guys would come to my uh, room or Peter's room where we had a hospitality suite at the hotel and we'd all drink beer and smoke pot. Alex Lifeson used to dress up with a bag over his head and we'd just entertain each other and get loaded. A lot of times I'd just be rolling around on the floor. It was hysterical. So, uh, he continued, Peter Chris used to do this imitation of this crazy drugged out doctor named Dr. Rosenblum. I would love to see that filmed. <laughs> he put glasses on and he'd mess up his hair. It was like we'd take turns getting up on this little podium we had, uh, we had set up in the room. That's how we entertained ourselves and got through the tour. If we weren't hanging out with the chicks, once chicks came in, that broke up the party a little sooner than we anticipated. Freely noted that he never really hung out with the guys in Black Sabbath, explaining they were a little more standoffish. I mean, they were friendly, but I just never connected myself with them as I did with the guys in Russian Cheap Trick. Recalling his times with Cheap, Cheap Trick, he said, I'm looking for the tape. I did a beer commercial with Rick Nielsen. These uh, were early days. I bought a whole camera and recording system, Sony Black and White, and I had him do a beer commercial, and it was hysterical. I have the tape somewhere, but I have four lockers, and I don't know what uh, two-thirds of the stuff is in there. Eventually, I'll track it down, uh, the tape, and I'll put it on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. Now, right there explains everything you need to know about KISS. Paul and Gene were doing their own thing themselves. And Ace and Peter were having fun fucking partying and being a rock band. Um, 
Paul and Jean, yes, they built an empire, and yes, they their uh, um, their foresight um, taking the Alice Cooper thing to extreme with four people, a stage show that never been matched still to this day. Um, yeah, they deserve a lot of credit. But it looked to me like they were so busy building, they never stopped to have fun. Right? Yeah. Where Ace and Peter are like getting smashed and being rock stars. I mean, I know which ones I would wanted to hang out with. They would say, hey, you want to hang out with Paul or Gene? Or would you rather hang out with Ace and Peter? Ace and Peter, without a fucking yeah, doubt. Yeah, I would have went with Ace and Peter anyway. Yeah, yeah those guys are having fun cutting up and, and just being, you know, fucking farting on each other and, and putting bags over their head and being a fucking nutty professor doctor or something. I mean, yeah, everybody that is fun-loving and doesn't take shit too seriously would rather be that. And... Anyhow, I mean, that's pretty much, uh, I cannot wait for the Spirit commercial to come out. So, Rob, you got some thoughts on that? Yeah, I can't wait to see it either. Like I said, uh, Rick Nielsen is hilarious, too. I've always been an Ace fan. Ace has always been my favorite from Kiss. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And anyhow, Peter was always, uh, I always loved Peter, um, and always thought Peter was great with his cat makeup, and yeah, and he was yeah, a jazz drummer, he played things a little bit different. I have to admit, though, in Kiss, Eric Carr was my favorite. I loved his drumming style. It was heavy and hard and in your face, but I love Peter Chris as a person. Do what? I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Eric Carr was just phenomenal in that band. It's too bad that he uh, passed away. Because, um, you know, I, it would have been excellent to see Kiss with Eric Carr. And then the only other, in what I consider a replacement, because Eric Carr came in with his own makeup, the Fox, and had his own style, came in during Creatures of the Night. I consider him almost part of the original four. So, to me, it would be like three of the originals, per se, almost, with just, uh, you know, Tommy Thayer playing Ace. So, that would have been a little bit more um, edible, if you will, a little bit more, um, um, a little bit more to my liking. So, anyhow, because I think Ace is fantastic on his own, and then Kiss can still be Kiss, and, oh well, anyhow, but I just thought it would have been a lot better. Um, here I have top 10 nuisance calls of 2023 from Canada oh cool yeah yeah I just happened to find these I went huh? did the RCA victor and go what the fuck okay <laughs> I'm in the top 10 nuisance calls of 2023 and then after this I have a serious question Rob I was talking about it with some buds at work, and everyone has slightly different opinions of it. So remind me to go into that question that I want to ask you after this list, okay? Okay, okay sounds good. Okay, top 10 nuisance calls 2023 in Alberta area, Canada, to ask for directions home from the Drake concert. You know, if okay. I was a cop, I'd be like, where you're at? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll um, you know, I got to know where you're at to show you, you know, to give you directions home. And then you go get them because you know they're fucked up, right? That's easy pickings. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Number two, the traffic light was taking too long to turn green. <laughs> That's completely different from the U.S. where some morons looking at their phone while the light's fucking burning green for hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me, I can't wait for the fucking thing to switch over because I'm not looking at Facebook. I'm not answering an email. These other fuckers, that's all they want to do in traffic. It's like, man, what do you do in your spare time? All I see you do is looking at your phone, and then you get in the car, and all I see you do looking at your phone. Do you do anything else? So, number three. They lost a nose ring down the shower drain. <laughs> Okay. Would you not have hung up on the phone so fa- on them, <laughs> hung up the phone so fast that like uh, it, it would probably would have exploded their eardrums? I, I mean, 
I, I man, I, I don't know what the dispatch caller said, uh, but man, I don't know what they can say actually. Their air, their Airbnb host canceled their reservations is number four. Now I've had that happen, and that does make you want to call the cops, but there's nothing you can do about it. And there's definitely right. nothing cops can do about it. That pisses you off beyond belief because you plan everything around this. Then at the last minute, the guy's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And it's like, what? I'm already here. I already spent all this plane fare, and you're saying I can't fucking do it now? And then you got to find something on the fly and spend three times as much. It's not as good. Right. So, number five, their Uber order was taking too long. Whew. You talk about first world problems, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's first world problems. My Uber Eats are taking too long. Oh, okay. So, anyhow. Number six. A burger joint won't let them in before opening time. <laughs> I, I don't need to say anything to you. I don't know a place that ever has. Me neither. That's why they have those times on there. If it says at 10 a.m., you can damn fucking well bet you they mean 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, number seven, they couldn't find their cell phone. How the hell did they call? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they borrowed a friend, so I don't know. (laughs) This just dawned on me on this list. It's number seven. (laughs) <laughs> These they were in British, British Columbia. And used the pay phone. It was in British Columbia, Canada, so maybe it, maybe they did. Maybe they do have pay phones there. <laughs> Number eight, to complain about a pothole. I agree. Yeah. Oh, and I saw a neat little article about some people that uh, purposely put hot big potholes on the road because they have children and they're tired of people driving fast down it. They pur- I've heard of that. Yeah, they purposely put big chug holes there so people would have to slow down so one of their kids don't get killed. Yeah, I, I heard about that a few years ago. Oh, I just read the article the other day and I was like, yeah. huh, I was going, man, that's a little extreme, but I guess it works. Okay, number eight. They're McDonald's no, 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 number nine, I'm sorry. Their McDonald's order was taken too long. First world problems. First world problems. Yep. Number ten, the barber gave them a bad haircut. I don't know if it's a bad haircut or if they they were just ugly. What do you think? I don't know. I've seen some barbers mess up. Oh, yeah, I have to. Doesn't, doesn't turn out near what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, I've been the victim of a bad haircut, too. And, uh, yeah, it does suck, and it does outrage you, but, you know, it's probably not worthy of calling the police. So, uh, let's take a little break, and then I'm going to come back with a question, Rob, okay? All right. All right, we'll be right back. all aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Yeah. Oh shit, what's, what's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no, no. it's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. <laughs> You call a 
shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. A ship carrying red paint and a ship carrying blue paint collide. They were all marooned. <laughs> with Mark. Should I throw away all my socks, then only buy 30 pair of one kind of sock? Will they eventually not match up? <laughs> I may never know. some friends at work. That's why I decided to ask you this on the show. Yeah. Um, we're talking about, you know, the whole Jeff Steen, Jeffrey Epstein client list and all this stuff and how he yeah. allegedly committed suicide, but most everybody pretty much thinks it's a murder because some of the people on that list. Um, so, anyhow, and then plus a description of how he died did not seem very feasible that he did it himself. So, Okay. Um, is it possible, and has it been done, to fake your own death? One, is it possible? Number two, has it been done? Uh, yes. Yes and yes. You see, I said that too. No one else did. I've, I've, I've heard heard and read many of stories about ex-husbands appearing years later after dying. Yes. And, they and they're faking their death. Yeah, because they found some new girl or something and they wanted to go live that lifestyle and they didn't want to be the asshole in the relationship. You know, well, you left me and it's like, well, I, I guess I'll just die. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yes, I think it's possible, and I think it's been done, too. And as a matter of fact, there's a lot of discussion that, you know, the burnout bunker, World War II, the end of it, yeah. Hitler, Eva Braun, was not their DNA. So where were they? Nope. So that's flawed right there. We know that's flawed. We know it's not them in there. So where are they? There's questions about Elvis Presley. A lot of people question Elvis Presley. A lot of people yes. question Jim Morrison, too. But people, yeah. um, Jim Morrison, to me, is more feasible than Elvis Presley because Jim Morrison was the wounded po poet. He right, was reluctant. Right. I, 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 could, I believe Jim Morrison. He disappeared. I, I, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I, I believe he died. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying he died or not. What I'm saying is, is I find him more feasible because he was a very reluctant guy in the spotlight. He was tortured by a lot of different things. He went to France and supposedly died, which would be a great way to fake your death. How are you going to prove anything? People go over there and go, oh, there's his headstone right there. See, it says Jim Morrison. So that's him. He's dead. How do we know that? Nobody's seen a body. Nobody knew exactly what killed him. Some people say alcohol. Some people say drugs. Some people say he took his own life. But the bottom line is we don't know any of this, right? So I could see Jim Morrison actually being a faking and actually being true. Now, Elvis Presley, I don't know how that could have been done. I mean, I guess it could be done. I mean, because supposedly Kim Jong-un, you can't, you can't kill him because... He has body doubles everywhere. Supposedly they have little, little sawed-off little fat pieces of shit that look just like him everywhere. Yeah. 
So if they can do that over there, then I guess you could produce a body double of maybe a corpse. Um, I don't know what the laws are or if maybe you could produce a corpse or maybe it's just a dummy in there. How can you prove it? You touch it, it's cold. Okay, well, he's dead. Oh, he feels weird. Right. Well, he's dead. Oh, wow. He looks funny. Well, he's dead. All those are covered with, well, he's dead, right? Right. Okay. So, let's say they put in a wax figure and buried it. And Elvis went to an island to go live. Very possible, right? Right. It doesn't mean it happened. And another thing is, is, I mean, with everything going on right now, uh, you know, I think that... um, Right now, it would be really hard to fake someone's death because of all of the intel and everything. Um, You know, they would have to get out of the United States. They would have to have a passport. You know what I mean? And someone would go, hey, um, when he was supposed to be dead, how come his passport was used in Florida to go to, uh, I don't know, some island? See what I'm saying? But back then, back then it could have been done. Hell, Ringo Starr came out a few years back. And he said that he wanted everyone to know before anything happened to him that that was not the real Paul McCartney. He said that that... Yeah, that 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 was a body double. It was a a cop in Canada that could sing and that that was not... He had to get that off his chest. He said it was a big ruse because they could not lose a member because they were doing so well. Now, I don't know. I mean, does he have dementia? Or is he telling the truth? Or what angle, why would he say something like that if it wasn't true? I mean, this is like his legacy now, right? You want your legacy to be a complete lie? Yeah, that happened and it didn't happen. I don't know. Um, I think it has been done, and I think it can be done, and I think it will be done more, especially with AI. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it can be done, and you, do you think it will be done? You, you think both of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Anyhow, Rob, you got anything? Yeah, I sure do. All right. It's actually kind of a lengthy one. That's fine. After an eight-month eight delay, a rocket will finally release into deep space the remains of 330 people from all walks of life, including George Washington and Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry. Oh, wow. Texas-based company Celestis Incorporated inaugural enterprise flight is scheduled to launch at 2.18 a.m. Monday from Cape Canaveral in Florida, marking the first time human remains will be released on the moon and beyond a commercial company. The two-stage Vulcan Centaur rocket will first drop 62 of the quarter-inch and half-inch long titanium capsules filled with DNA mm-hmm. or cremated remains on the moon in a six-foot-tall, eight-foot-wide device called a Paragon Lunar Lander. Mm-hmm. It will become a permanent memorial. Wow. The spaceship will then take the remaining 268 capsules over 185 million miles into deep space. They will orbit the sun forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, the s- celestial payload will be filled with luminaries. An anonymous donor contributed hair samples from former Presidents Washington, John F. Kennedy, Mm -hmm. and Dwight D. Eisenhower. Partial remains of Star Trek cast members, Michelle Nichols, Lieutenant O'Hara. Yeah. James Duhon, Scotty. Yeah. And D. Forrest Kelly, Dr. McCoy, Uh will also be on board. I love that. The mission will also send the show's mastermind, Gene Roddenberry, and his wife and actress, Major Barrett Roddenberry, into deep space. 
Cool. Um, they should have put the Shad on there. Should have William Shatner. Well, I don't. Uh, there, uh, there's. That's just naming a few. Okay. Okay. This, this did not have the whole list. It was just mentioning a few. Okay. But cool. But it's people from all walks of life. Very cool. Orbiting deep, orbiting deep space is perpetual, and perpetuality doesn't come cheap, costing just under thirteen thousand. Yeah, I bet. Send off. Less permit send-offs, such as suborbital flights, uh-huh. each come back to Earth and are returned to the participants' families, run nearly 3000 and to orbit around Earth costs 5000 Wow. The mission was previously scheduled to launch on May 4, 2023. That's Pretty, cool, man. That is very freaking cool, dude. Wow, what a story. Yeah, and it, uh, 2.18 a.m. Monday. So that would be Monday, the January 8th. Okay. So that's coming uh, up uh, this Monday. Yes. Wow. All right. Thank you, Rob. What a cool story. Wow. And that, that story came out of the New York Post. Okay, well then that uh, then it is probably true then, but I didn't doubt it. A, it sounded like something someone would do. So, very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right on. I forgot the guy's name. Go look that one up. Um, shit, the guy that hates us. Oh. Um, shit, I can't think of his name. Anyhow, fuck him. I yeah. Anyhow, go look that one up, asshole. So, all right. Well, this is the end of this podcast. Uh, so. Hey, Al, thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh, my God, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh, jeez. Ugh. Glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.